Welcome to New Destiny Christian Center's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor David Verdecchio. If you'd like to find more information about our ministry, please visit us online at www.NewDestinyChristianCenter.com. You know, I was thinking about Jonah. Jonah, from the belly of the whale, here's Jonah. He's running from God. He doesn't want to do the will of God. He's in the belly of the whale, going down to the very depths. He's in the dark. There's, there's no way for him to get out. His life is pretty much over as far as he knows it. And in the midst of the belly of the fish, he cried out to God. Sometimes our process is what causes us to learn how to call out to God. Amen. Isn't that a fun message? Now, Part of that process is shepherds. Shepherds are very important to God. Okay? David was a shepherd. How many people like David? Right? He's a pretty cool guy. I want to meet him when I go to heaven. I don't want to make him mad at me, but I want to meet him. Right? Moses was a shepherd. Right? Moses was powerful. Wrote, you know, the whole Pentateuch and all these kind of things. It's unbelievable what Moses did. On the night that Jesus was born, he showed himself to? Shepherds. Okay, and so shepherds are really important. Now, Peter, when Peter was being restored, right? Peter's he's going through his process, and he's he's being churned, and he's being turned, and he denied Jesus. And and on that day, when Jesus came in the boat, or he came on the shore, and Peter was in the boat, it, 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 he said that uh, when Jesus was with him, he began to question him. It says in John chapter twenty-one, verse fifteen. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said, Simon Peter, Simon son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he had asked him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. So Jesus told him three times in three different types of ways that he's supposed to shepherd people. It was a part of his restoration. Shepherding is something that is very important. So shepherd means to tend sheep. Sounds real complicated, doesn't it? That's what a shepherd does. He tends sheep. It also means to guide or direct in a particular direction. That's what shepherding is. Now, Moses became a shepherd and was called by God on Mount Sinai to lead the children of Israel. Now, it was no mistake that God took one of the most educated men in the entire world at that time. He had been trained in all the ways of Egypt. He had all the money that he needed to have. He had all the power that he needed to have. He had all that stuff. And God separated him out, pulled him to the backside of the desert, and had him tending sheep because there was lessons that Moses needed to learn that he couldn't get in Pharaoh's house. He could only get them by shepherding sheep. There's something powerful. Powerful in it. See, I, I am a shepherd. That's what a pastor is. A pastor is a shepherd. 
But I wouldn't be caught dead without a shepherd over my life. Because I've learned the power of somebody that helps to guide you and lead you and direct you. That's why I have Apostle Joe in my life. Not, not because he pays me to be under him, not because of some kind of prestigious thing, but it's because I understand that we all are sheep and we need a shepherd. Amen? So I'm not preaching to you something I didn't live and don't live. Amen. So I want to look at the tools of a shepherd. Isn't that powerful? Now, one of these you've seen me talk about here recently, but I talk about it a little bit differently. Uh, probably one of the main tools that a shepherd has, the most important one. What's this here? It's a shepherd's staff, right? It's the most important one. Now, there's four main things that a shepherd does with sheep. Now, I'm going to teach you a little bit about shepherding. This is from the city kid. But I'm going to teach you a little bit about shepherding because when you understand sheep and the process, especially in the old days of shepherding, you understand the process that happens many times in our own lives. Does that make sense? Okay. One of the main functions of a shepherd's staff is this represents responsibility. Right? If you see a picture with a bunch of sheep and you see a guy holding one of these, what do you right away think? That's the shepherd, right? But being a shepherd represents responsibility. It doesn't represent power. It doesn't represent position. It only represents responsibility. See, you only have authority where you have responsibility. If you ever want to get yourself in trouble in your life, begin to try and take authority in an area that you have no responsibility. Go down to the DMV and tell them everything they're doing wrong and see how far that gets you. We all know that they run that thing like a house of idiots and it doesn't work right. We all know that it's backwards, turned upside down. Every one of us in this room have sat there for two hours thinking, there's got to be a better way to do this. But you have no responsibility there, therefore you have no authority. You can't go behind a desk and tell the lady that's working back there, just push the button faster. Right? It just doesn't work that way. You only have authority where you have responsibility. Okay? And, and for me, being a pastor, I only have authority where I have responsibility. Like, I can't go tell your kids what to do. They're not my kids. Now, I can, I can within here and, you know, as far as keeping things in order and that kind of stuff, but your kids are your kids, and so you are the authority over your children. Therefore, you have the responsibility for your children. All right? Now, responsibility is one of those things that sounds good, but when you're responsible for something, you're responsible for it. That's why when children do illegal things, they charge the parent. Because they're responsible to raise that child, to teach that child, to do it. I don't think they're doing that anymore. We're quickly getting away from that world. But anyway, it's, it's, it's your responsibility. Another place of responsibility. It's a man's responsibility in the world to work. Amen. Brother, isn't it the truth? It's a man's responsibility in the world to work. And working a good, steady job for a man. The Bible says if a man doesn't work, he don't eat. Amen. We, we should have a bunch of skinny men running around. <laughs> See, 
Moses had the job of leading six million people out of Egypt. And responsibility means when the people were at fault, Moses was at fault. See, that's, that's what's hard about responsibility. I, I, I can tell you from experience, and I've said the same thing, everybody wants to be the boss, but when they're the boss and something goes wrong, they start pointing their fingers at all the workers. That's a bad boss. See, a good boss understands that it's his job and responsibility to make happen what needs to happen. That's what responsibility is. That means it's your fault. Amen. Doesn't everybody want to be a shepherd now? Everybody wants to be in charge, but nobody wants to be responsible. It's the shepherd's job to take care of the sheep, which means if the sheep are getting killed, and here's another one for you. The shepherd usually isn't the owner of the sheep. He has to come home every night, and one of the things they do with this I was going to talk about is when the sheep are coming in at the end of the night, the shepherd counts each one as they pass by. And if he's supposed to have 100 and there's 99, his boss isn't happy with him because it's his responsibility to make sure it's there. Another thing that this is used for is direction. Yes. See, sheep are interesting creatures. Sheep tend to put their heads down and eat what's right in front of them. Right? It's, it's just the way God made them. Now, if you don't like being called a sheep, Talk to Jesus. Amen. I'd rather be a wolf. But the Bible says that we're sheep among wolves. Okay? It's just what it is. But it's not a, a degrading thing. It's God trying to help us. So sheep tend to look down and they eat what's right in front of them. And it's the shepherd's job to lift his eyes up and see where the green pastures are and lead the sheep so that the sheep can eat and be strong. See, it's the shepherd's job to make sure the sheep are healthy, that they're strong, that they're not eating a bunch of straw and rocks, but that they're feeding on the good thing. That's the shepherd's responsibility, not the sheep's. Amen. Third thing that this is for is direction. Oh, I'm sorry, I just said direction. The third thing is steering. If you look, you'll see a shepherd, and he's usually walking amongst the flock. And he'll be going along, he'll be leading, and if one of those sheep starts to get a little bit off course, he'll take this thing and he'll go, nice and light. He doesn't beat the sheep, he just goes, and that sheep will boop right back into place. Okay, because you're steering them, and a shepherd will use one of these in order to steer the sheep where it needs to go. Now, sometimes you get a sheep that you do this to it, and they go, who do you think you are? And see, when you join the church, right, you're asking me to, to I always say this to people when they're joining the church, if you, if you join the church, you're asking me to shepherd you. Amen? So you're asking me to do this. So sometimes you touch the sheep, and the sheep says, that's what this side's used for. And then you reach over here like this and you, you pull the sheep back. You, you want to make sure he has a little bit of an understanding. The other thing that the hook is used for is sometimes the sheep will get stuck in a crevice. They may fall down, they may, whatever the case may be. And the shepherd will reach down and hook that sheep and lift it up. 
to safety with the hook. It's the shepherd's job to watch out for predators and defend the sheep. It's the shepherd's job to be able to do that. See, not everybody that comes into church is out for your good. Matthew 7.15 says, Beware false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravenous wolves. See, the church is a hospital, and a hospital's full of sick people. Right? The church is supposed to be a hospital. So it's got sick people, it's got people that are getting better, and then our job is to take you to become a, a hospital worker that is helping sick people get better. All right, that's what a church is designed to do. And so hospitals are full of sick people. It's the shepherd's job to make sure that the sickness doesn't infect you. See, when you stand up to a predator, that predator tends to get up close and personal with the person that defends. In other words, if there's a wolf that tries to come in amongst the sheep, it's the shepherd's job to get between the sheep and the wolf and defend the sheep. Well, when you do that, the, she the, sh the wolf tends to focus on the shepherd because it knows that if it kills the shepherd, it can have all the sheep. And so what you have to do as a shepherd is be willing to get up close and personal. Could you imagine a wolf, let alone a lion or a bear? We'll just do the smallest one, a wolf. Could you imagine trying to defend yourself with this against a wolf? against a lion, against a bear. This is that last step thing. Now, the, the, third, uh, uh, the third tool that a shepherd has is a sling. A shepherd wouldn't go anywhere without his sling. See, David learned how to defeat a giant by defending sheep. Everybody wants to fight the devil, but they don't want to be in there and fight the smaller adversaries that come first. Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor David Verdecchio of New Destiny Christian Center. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com.